Goldsmith sci-fi writer. Are you a reader? Because I am also a reader. I love books. I read about 60 to 70 novels per year, and I especially love epic series. I've read a lot of them. And I have indeed written one that's 1.1 million words, the Torth series. This is the first episode of a series with Abby Goldsmith, author of the Torth series. Abby Goldsmith is a Wattpad star where her sci-fi theories was, has garnered over 68,000 reads. Her short works were published in Escape Pod and Fantasy Magazine, as well as in anthologies by Reader's Digest Books and the Wattpad Paid Program. She's an alumni of the Odyssey Writing Workshop, where she received a personal critique from best-selling author George R.R. R. Martin. She has also enjoyed dinners with Hugh Howie and Robert Jordan. She's a former animator and game content writer. Abby is credited on more than a dozen Nintendo games for Nickelodeon and Disney. She co-hosts the Stories for Nerds podcast from her home in Texas. Hey, Abby, welcome to the show. Hey, Lancer. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, it was great meeting you. I, 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 we, we tried to meet, or, or I missed you at Armadillo Con over in Austin, but I hear you were over there. Uh, so, yeah. so how was this year's con? Anything different? No, no. I mean, um, I met a couple new people, and that's always fun. It, for me, it's just fun to catch up on people I don't see except for once a year at Armadillo Con. Okay. Well, you know... Today, we're going to go a little bit further back than your history here and learn about the Abbey that was young. Not that you're not young now, but you're relatively far younger then. So how was your family life growing up? Yeah, well, it was uh, a little bit strange. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, so my dad is an inventor. He was one of oh. the inventors of the MRI. Oh. And yeah, so he retired when I was a baby. He was home a lot after that. And we moved to a small town in New Hampshire, which was a lot of inventors living in that town. Yeah. Which, which town, yeah. by the way? Bedford. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I'm also an Odyssey graduate, so I know uh, St. Anselm area. Um, yeah. It's yeah. actually really close to that. Um, it's basically the same area. Oh, cool. So you grew up there. And, and what did you do a lot of as a child? Other than sledding and shoveling snow. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's a good start. <laughs> sledding, sledding. I'm a big fan of sledding, by the way. So, uh, hey, that, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved sledding and skiing. That was definitely, I was, I was into the winter sports because winter is six months of the year there. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, like, I've always been, like, I would go for long walks and daydream stories that was always a thing with me oh. and i'm an artist so i'd paint landscapes and i would paint on the beach in the summer oh wow okay yeah. and and w- what was it like having an inventor for a dad like how is that different than say having an accountant for a dad well to be honest he lectures a lot <laughs> <laughs> 
to get to read through his patents, like you learned a little bit about patent law when you brought his work home. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we had um, before the internet, there was something called QLink. Oh yeah, Quantum Link. Yeah. So he had it was basically so inventors could look up the U.S. Patent Office and see what was going on. So we had the internet in like 1985. Wow. Yeah, and I remember when he first he was all excited about that, and he was telling us about it, and I said, "So what?" And he said, <laughs> "He said you can talk to people in England or Russia or anywhere in the world, you know, just through chatting to them." And I was like, "Do you know anyone in England or Russia?" And he, and he, <laughs> and he was like, "No, but but don't you understand <laughs> the potential like, there, Abby? Right, you're crushing this man's obvious. soul right there, this young girl." <laughs> I was like 10. I was, I, I was like, ah, whatever. You know, yeah, I know how it is. Par- you know, parents. <laughs> it's like they get excited about weird stuff. <laughs> so was it, it must have been dial-up, I assume. Is that, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like the early dial-up. Yeah. You were like picking up the, the, the phone while he's on dial-up and getting yelled at probably. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we learned not to do that. Uh, <laughs> I remember those days. Mom would pick yeah. up the phone. She'd start talking. I'd go like, I'm on probably quantum leak at times as well. And I'm going, <laughs> yelling up the <laughs> stairs. Yeah. yeah. So was there an early inspiration you modeled yourself after? Because I'm hearing painting, uh, you're, you're thinking of story, and you have a pretty creative dad. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, I was always a big reader as well, even as a little tiny kid. So... I think around age six, I started reading the Wizard of Oz series, <laughs> the Frank L. Baum series, yeah. And I was addicted, you know, so my parents had to drive all the way to some small town where it was the only library that would have these books. Oh. <laughs> and they'd get it for me, and I'd be like, I need the next Oz book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say, like, I was always, I was always reading. So when I was young, I recall being very impressed by Mr. Spock and science. I, first of all, it was science. And then Mr. Spock likes science, and Mr. Spock's this interesting alien. So I think a lot of my growing up, I would think about, well, what would, how would Spock handle this? <laughs> did, you have a, did you have a similar kind of like role model or something like that? Um, maybe not so much. Um, I mean, I would get obsessed with certain books and certain movies. I loved the Back to the Future films. I loved Indiana Jones. I was a child of like, the eighties and the early nineties. So yeah, that's true. All the, that good stuff. Yeah. 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 Let me think. So early. So did you, so for another possibilities, I remember reading again, I'll date myself here, but, uh, 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 Oh my goodness. What's her name? I forgot her name, but the Dragonlance series. And, uh, I remember that was a big deal with among my, my Margaret Weissman and Tracy. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. 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 I remember among my peer group, we were always passing along books and talking about it. So really, it was like it was like how people talk about TV shows, except we were talking about you know books. Well, you know what's kind of sad is I got turned off to fantasy kind of young, and I didn't find it again until I was in my late teens. Ah, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, like like what it was was I was kind of too young for Ursula K. Le Guin, hmm. and The Hobbit just didn't do it for me. Yeah, I had trouble so, with Hobbit too. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that yeah. one. Yeah, I, my brain, I love the epic series, and The Hobbit was not epic. It, it right. was Lord of the Rings that was epic, but I, after I'd read The Hobbit, I was like, I'm not going to bother with more Tolkien until, <laughs> until I was older, you know? 
Yeah, so I, I kind of said, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to go for Stephen King and Anne Rice now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stephen King's so. pretty lo- practically local, so that's, that's a good choice there. Did you involve yourself in science fiction in, in those times? I did watch a lot of Star Trek. Yeah, I watched like every episode of every Star Trek, ex- except for the original one, I'll have to admit. Okay. But yeah, The Next Generation, Voyager, and all those, Deep Space Nine, I was obsessed with those. You know, I can't remember what, what else... I watched a lot of cartoons, obviously. I watched Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters. That was my favorite as a kid. Oh. You know, I'm, 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 uh, you revealed to me that your, your husband is a, f- a web developer. And, and a game developer as well, yes. And a game developer. And uh, I see that really nice piece of art you have on the background, which matches, I think, what's on your website. And I was like pretty uh, blown away by that. It's, it's, and, I, and you just said also that you're a painter. So tell me a little bit more about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely an artist. I, I was always a cartoonist. And around so around the age of 12, so first of all, as a little kid, I was like, oh, I'm not going to watch cartoons. I'm too old for that now. I'm more mature. And uh, some some child in my class <laughs> said, you have to see The Little Mermaid. It's way better than you're expecting. So I, I did, and I was, like, blown away by it. I was 12 years uh-huh. old, and I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is amazing. So um, I became obsessed with Disney for the next, you know, 10 years or so. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wanted to become an animator. Like, so, okay, so here's, here's the real story. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually wanted to be a writer before I wanted to be an animator. I was writing novels as a 12 year old and so forth. And my mother happened to know an editor at Random House. She knew like some, some big wig there of some sort. And she sent my novel there without telling the person that I was a child. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I think a year later we were visiting New York City, and the the editor called my mom up and said, I'd like to speak to Abby. Let's have a meeting. So she brought me into the office, and she looked at me, and she said, oh, crap. And I was like, what? You know, she's like, I didn't know you were a child. And I was like, well, so what? So what if I'm a child? Yeah. You know, and... and <laughs> And uh, she said, you shouldn't read the review I, I wrote. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I can handle it. I'm 13 years old. I'm, I'm pretty mature for my age. I can handle it. And yeah, I couldn't handle it. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so I decided, you know, as a 13-year-old then, I was like, well, obviously I'm not cut out to be a writer. You know, this, oh, this wow. editor says that I'm terrible. She said it, it sounds like a, a mentally challenged person wrote it. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Harsh. <laughs> it was harsh. I still have it, yeah. Oh, my goodness. But hang on a second. She, an editor called you in her, in her office from Random House to tell you about her critique? Is that right? Yeah, I don't know what kind of sway my mom had over this editor. <laughs> I wow. really don't. Yeah, I, I don't know how she got the meeting or anything. I have no memory of any of that. I was too young. Your mom's a yeah. powerful person, I have a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe at the time, yeah. And and so she gave you feedback on that, which 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 yeah, which was too harsh because she was very blunt. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. Yeah. Cool. Keep going. Yeah, and she, well, she did send like a follow up letter saying, well, if I had known you were a child, I would have been much less harsh and maybe I could work with you. We might be able to turn this around and maybe we could publish it. You know, in hindsight now, I'm like, I wish I'd taken her up on that because I could have been Christopher Paolini. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I was, I was like devastated by that, re- that review. And I was like, no, she's just being, trying to be nice now. It's not possible for me to be a writer. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. So I, I basically quit writing all throughout high school and college. <sighs> 
And I said, well, that's it. I'm going to be an animator. I'll be a filmmaker. That's the kind of stories I want to tell anyway. So I'll go into film. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that takes us to college, it sounds like. Is that right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so yeah, like I wanted to become an animator. I wrote to Walt Disney Company and I said, how do you become an animator? And they sent back a list of colleges with CalArts being the top one. Oh. Yeah, so there, there's like only a few colleges throughout the world that really where you can major in character animation. Oh. And that's one of them. And it's a really selective school. They take, like, basically 40 students out of thousands of applicants every year. Wow. Yeah. So I was lucky I got in. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I went there, and it was a big culture shock because I was going to Los Angeles from a small town in New England. Yeah. <laughs> now the snow shoveling, it didn't happen. That's a good bonding experience, you know, but, but no, there was no snow. <laughs> yeah, I, I really appreciated the no snow thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, shoot. <laughs> I thought you missed it. It was going to be like, yeah, I couldn't live without snow. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I never did miss sh- snow shoveling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <It really wasn't. laughs> You're not you're not Anna from Frozen. It's it's not, not that's not you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I live in the desert now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if you enjoy listening to sci-fi thoughts, but find it difficult to remember to check the website for new shows, get this technology from the future. Install into your phone a podcast player. Using this, you can subscribe to our podcast feed. And next thing you know, you'll be cruising around in your car with your phone plugged in, playing sci-fi thoughts, or you'll be out there jogging, or you'll be doing whatever you want to do. And have your ears plugged into some cool science fiction programming. You can find instructions on lancerkind.com. We've got goodies in the show notes for you from Abby. We have a link to her blog and a link to her Patreon and a link to her Wattpad site. What is Wattpad? Wattpad is an online literature platform for users to read and write original stories. The founders say that the platform aims to create social communities around stories and remove the barriers between readers and writers. So go on over there and get to know Abby more. She has videos about her stories that she's published on Wattpad, and you can get started on the Torth series. What are show notes? Show notes are the information that comes down into your podcast player, so you can just tap on those links and they're well organized with each episode. If you downloaded this MP3 from a web page, go back to the web page and you will see the show notes there. Next episode, more Abby Goldsmith. So when you were there studying, were you the, what kind of student were you? Were you the, the studious student who studied on the weekends and you, you take things pretty seriously or were you the more relaxed or were you somewhere in the middle? Yeah, well, I'll say like everyone at that school was highly competitive and highly serious. Uh-huh. <laughs> To the point where I wasn't even prepared for it. I mean, like, I had been a straight-A student. I was, like, a top-ten-level kind of student with, like, good scores on the SATs and everything. And I'd gotten scholarships to multiple schools, and I was like, you know, I I can do anything. Uh, It's pretty easy for me to just be better than everyone else, no problem. 
I had a lot of confidence. And I got there, and like my roommate there had won all the scholarships I hadn't won. And uh, the sweet mate had won an Academy Award as like a 16-year-old or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was like, uh-oh. Oh, wow. Uh- <laughs> so- <laughs> it's getting serious now. <laughs> yeah. 